Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Indeed it is, the old savvy traveler himself. Welcome back. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're listening to the nation's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Nice to have you aboard on this President's Day weekend. Hey, it's a great weekend to be in D.C., Washington, D.C., the memories and the memorials of uh, many of our past presidents are everywhere there. One of my favorites is the Theodore Roosevelt Island. It's tucked in the middle of the Potomac River, and it's often missed by visitors uh, to D.C., to our nation's capital. It's an 88-acre piece of green tranquility off the southern tip of Georgetown. You have to get to it, though, from the George Washington Parkway on the Virginia side of the Potomac. Um, short cab ride from downtown D.C., maybe 6 7 $8, uh, but it's well worth seeking out. The memorial was opened in 1967. It's maintained by the National Park Service. Big hour coming up. We're going to start by checking in with the executive director of the newest museum in Las Vegas, the Mob Museum. I've been heartbroken ever since the Liberace Museum there closed uh, closed a couple of years ago. Maybe this one will lift my spirits again. Then we're going to meet Josh Gates. He's the host of the sci-fi channel show called Destination Truth. And if you've ever wondered what it's like to travel around the world exploring haunted locations and staring down ferocious animals, well, Josh Gates can tell you. He's tracked down ghosts in Antarctica and sandstorm spirits uh, in deserts. Boy's been around. We'll talk to him. Hasn't been a great month for the image of some pilots in Indonesia two weeks ago. A second pilot for the very large airline there called Lion Air was caught before entering a cockpit when it was determined he had crystal meth in his bloodstream. Apparently crystal meth is the drug of choice in Indonesia these days, I'm told. He was the second pilot for Lion Air uh, in uh, the last month or so to be nailed. Here in the U.S., a pilot who was legally drunk was prevented from boarding a flight. He was set to fly. So our in-resident commercial pilot, Patrick Smith, is going to join us today from Mexico City and discuss the problems of addiction and pilots. And then you're familiar with the alcohol-based products widely used now as hand cleanser on cruise ships and in hotels and other public places. I'm going to introduce you to the man behind the new product called Skinware that purports to actually repel germs for up to eight hours after you put the stuff on your hands. It's ideal for political candidates who have to shake a lot of hands and travelers who have to touch all kinds of surfaces that others have as well. First, a quick look at the news and travel. For the fourth time in two months, TSA officials nabbed someone trying to smuggle marijuana inside a jar of Skippy's peanut butter. The incident this week was at Orlando's, excuse me, at Oakland's airport, Oakland, California, outside of San Francisco. Uh, first of all, what, what's with this peanut butter jar? Uh, near as I can guess, although news stories haven't explained it, it's probably meant to throw drug-sniffing drug dogs off the trail. But here's the problem. Peanut butter is considered a liquid, so it's not allowed to be carried on in carry-on luggage, which is why these guys keep getting stopped. Of course, the larger question is why four different people chose Skippy as their receptacle of choice. Why Skippy? I don't know. Those three Korean tourists and their, guides who were, and their guide who were kidnapped in Australia, excuse me, Australia, in Egypt, about 10 days, 10 days ago, were released unharmed late this week. They were grabbed while traveling on a tour bus on the Sinai Peninsula. As I mentioned last weekend, locals sometimes take tourists to use as bargaining chips in disputes with the government. They're usually well cared for and released within a short time unharmed. Um, it's no secret that the mob built Las Vegas. Dozens of books and movies have been devoted to that subject and have romanticized that era. 
Now you can visit a museum there dedicated to the history of organized crime in the desert. Jonathan Ullman is the executive director of the new Mom Museum in Vegas. I asked him to join us to give us an idea of what we might see in the new muse museum. Hey, welcome to the show, Jonathan. Well, thank you for having me. Well, first of all, let's start. Is the museum open right now? Yes, we are. We opened uh, this past Tuesday on Valentine's Day. All right. Okay, let's start with the history of this museum. Who built it? Where is it? And are city fathers uh, delighted with this look back at, uh, well, a part of history that, while well, it makes excellent fodder for movies, isn't, it wasn't exactly a time of great heroes. No, you're right about that, but it is uh, it, it is a real part of Las Vegas history, and, and in fact, the whole nation's history. We are uh, we're located in downtown Las Vegas, in a former post office and federal courthouse uh, that is actually the only building in the city of Las Vegas that's considered to be historically significant on a national level, and that's for reasons that tie directly to organized crime. And what happened that made it significant as as it relates to organized crime? Well, in. In 1950 and 1951, there were a series of U.S. Senate investigative hearings, uh, commonly known as the Kefauver Committee hearings, that took place in 14 cities around the country. One of those hearings took place in Las Vegas in that very courtroom. Uh, and the purpose of those hearings were to investigate organized crime. And it was very much a turning point in the, in the country. Many other states that were considering legalizing gambling decided not to as a consequence of these hearings, which made Las Vegas all the more attractive for that particular element. Sure. So that, and then, but is it still a post office today? No, it's not. It's in all fact, the museum. Uh, yeah, so so the uh, the federal government surplus the building to the city, gave it to the city with uh, two requirements: one that it be restored, and the other that it be used for some kind of cultural purpose, uh, i.e., a museum of some sort. And after going through a bit of a uh, you know a deliberative process of what kind of museum to make, uh, the uh, the city uh, came to realize that the best thing uh, that would also drive visitation downtown would be to do something to focus on organized crime and law enforcement. All right, what will I find if I drop into the Mob Museum in downtown Vegas? Well, you're going to find a great story uh, that takes you from the turn of the 20th century. So we get, you know, we start off with immigration in, in early America, um, prohibition, uh, and, and, and basically go right up to contemporary periods. Uh, so, so when we, we start off, it's, it's a national story with a Las Vegas focus. You actually get into international uh, issues in more, in, when we talk about the more contemporary uh, times. And the way in which we present it is really in three different ways. We have a, a, a large number of artifacts, so real objects that tie people to actual events, like the wall from the, same, from the warehouse where the St. Valentine's Day massacre took place. Yikes. In addition, yeah, in, in addition to that, we have a lot of multimedia. Um, it's very high-tech, uh, and there are a lot of interactives. This is very much a museum where you can do stuff. You know, you can try using real FBI surveillance equipment and listen to actual wiretaps that were used as evidence in trial. So you can listen to, say, you know, John Gotti wiretaps. Uh, you can try a uh, Tommy gun simulator or, uh, or actual weapon simulators that are used for training by law enforcement agencies. It's very much a hands-on museum. Very, very cool. And we can find more details at themobmuseum.org. Is that right, Jonathan? That's correct, yes. Okay. And uh, this, is, uh, this is not on the Strip. It's downtown. And it's uh, brought to you by the, or designed by the same folks who designed the Spy Museum in Washington, which I think is a great museum. Yeah, 
you know, the creative team uh, on this project is truly world class. I mean, we have people like you say that, that did the International Spy Museum, uh, the same people that launched the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, this is, you know, truly a world class museum in downtown Las Vegas. Can't wait to get there to check it out. Thanks for filling us in on it, Jonathan Ullman, Executive Director. Well, thank you. Take care. All right, we got a new museum in Las Vegas. Uh, oh, I wish they'd bring back the Liberace Museum. I'm Rudy Max here in Rudy Max's World. When we come back, we're going to talk with Josh Gates. He's the host of Destination Truth on the Sci-Fi Channel. This guy's got an unusual job. You don't want to miss this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. What would you do if you got seriously sick or injured on a trip? Medical evacuation can cost over twenty-five, fifty, or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical insurance, especially not Medicare. An on-call international membership protects your health and your wallet with services including evacuation to your hospital of choice. Annual membership starts at just $225 and covers trips nearby or abroad. For more info, call 800-575-5014 or visit oncallinternational.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. My wireless internet bill was really adding up. So to save some money, I just used my neighbor's unpassword-protected Wi-Fi for free. It's unpassword-protected because the signal doesn't go outside of the house. Now get off my couch. Not to mention, I recharge my laptop for free. Mm-hmm, not free. And while I wait for all my downloads, they really need more bandwidth. I just grab a soda. Not much of a diet fan, but beggars can't be choosers. You're not begging, you're just choosing. Neighbors are great. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. You hear so many ads for gold, but they raise more questions than they answer. That's why American Bullion has created a comprehensive free gold guide packed with unbiased information about gold as an investment. Get the facts before you buy. Learn all about gold IRA rollovers. Call American Bullion now for your free copy of the gold guide at 800-897-9664. 800-897-9664. AmericanBullion.com. 800-897-9664. Get in the zone! Your engine needs protecting, and so do your dollars. Changing your own oil is a great way to accomplish both. Right now at AutoZone, get a 5-plus quart jug of Valvoline conventional motor oil and a Fram ExtraGuard oil filter for just $20.99. Or upgrade to Valvoline high-mileage motor oil and a Fram TuffGuard oil filter for just $4 more. See store for restrictions and details. Look out for your car and save with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone! AutoZone. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at TravelGuard. It's a chartist company, and it's a worldwide leader in travel insurance. TravelGuard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe. They help leisure and business travelers alike. You should check this out if you're a leisure or a business traveler. Uh, they'll help you solve your problems on the road, manage risks. And right now, if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories, you can read the first in a series of true travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. Every year, TravelGuard receives thousands of stories from travelers about their experience. 
experiences. This one is about a Caribbean cruise wedding that starts out one way, but it's got a very different ending. And for the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Josh Gates has got a job that I, uh, I guess some people would envy, some people would get a little queasy about. He is the host of the show called Destination Truth on the Sci-Fi Channel. And this season, he is, for example, going to visit Chernobyl. The world's worst nuclear accident happened there. It's still a frozen wasteland filled with radiation, as you may know. He's going to visit the uh, Himalayan kingdom of Bhutan. The guy gets around the world and looks at strange phenomenon. And I'm delighted to have him on the show. I met him at the L.A. Times Travel Show a couple of weeks ago. Josh, welcome back. Rudy, how are you? Nice to have you on Rudy Max's World, the syndicated show. Happy to be here. And I find it very, and I want to say this before I forget when we start talking, that you can actually watch four entire episodes of Josh's show if you go to... Uh, uh, to go to the website sci-fi, that's S-Y-F-Y, sci-fi.com forward slash destination truth. I'll give that out as we end our interview. Uh, Josh, what's your background? How did you get into this world of looking into the paranormal and the unusual? You know, I, I came to it in a kind of roundabout way, which is, I guess, the way a lot of people uh, in L.A. come to jobs like this. Um, but it was sort of an accident. You know, I, I was a real um, travel nut. Um, my dad, uh, who's... Uh, Retired now, was a commercial diver and uh, worked all over the world when I was a kid. My mom's British, so I always had this kind of travel thing going on uh, from an early age. We would travel a lot, either to visit him or to visit my um, relatives in England. And I, I just always loved traveling around, and I... Um I met this producer in Los Angeles, and the Sci-Fi Channel was was developing a show where they wanted someone to go to sort of you know distant uh, uh, exotic places and and check out really strange stories, whether it was about creature sightings or paranormal phenomenon. And they really wanted someone that wasn't necessarily an advocate for those things. You know, they didn't want someone who was drinking the Kool-Aid and, and, and was just going to rubber stamp those stories and say, "Yeah, I know Bigfoot's out there." They they wanted a skeptic, and they wanted someone who was a traveler, and, and it just came to me that way, and it was a really um, amazing accident, and uh, they saw a good fit in me, and we've been doing it ever since. But the nice thing about your shows is they're not just going to knock down the myth of, uh, you know, Bigfoot or say, oh, my gosh, he's probably just around the other corner. You bring in a contextual history of the culture and the place you're at, and I appreciate that as a traveler. Really, what we're trying to do, you know, I mean, we're we're going to places where, um, you know, whether you think that the story is true or not, what we're really trying to do is expose people to a new destination and expose them to a place that maybe they've never been before. In some cases, maybe a place they've never even heard of before. And what I've learned doing the show over the last few years is that the stories actually can be quite important. You know, some of these stories are, are these oral traditions in these in these cultures that stretch back uh, thousands of years, and uh, they really reveal a lot about these different destinations. Have you done your Chernobyl uh, show yet? I know it hasn't aired, but we have we have filmed that episode. Yeah, and how was that? You know, it's a really amazing place. It's a place. Uh, there's very few places that I that I say I I probably wouldn't go back to, but that's that's one of them. Uh, you know, it's it's incredible. It's uh, it's in the Ukraine, and uh, when they built Chernobyl, they built an entire city next to it, and the city's called Pripyat, and it was built specifically for the workers that were managing this massive um, nuclear power plant. And um, it's a very big city, and it was uh, it was a modern city, you know, by, by the standards of the time, and and uh, and when the accident happened, the city was uh, emptied and abandoned, and and it remains abandoned. And so, you know, for um, a quarter century now, that this this city has been um, just sitting there. And to be able to go there and to spend the night in this city and walk through the town um, was terrifying. And, 
because it is frozen in time. I mean, it feels like mm-hmm. you're in a movie. Uh, you can go into the schoolhouse. There is homework sitting on the desks. There is basketball sitting on the basketball court. There is wow. rows and rows of apartment buildings, fully furnished, you know, as though people had just been there minutes before and just left in the middle of a meal. Uh, it's a scary place. It, it's a very, very um, alarming place to spend the night. My guest is Josh Gates. He's the host of Destination Truth. That's the name of his show on the Sci-Fi Channel. You can find more details at sci-fi.com, and that's spelled S-Y-F-Y, by the way, sci-fi.com forward slash Destination Truth. Josh, what's a a story that has surprised you that uh, even with your prep before you get there turned out either differently or more, uh, you know, more 3D than you expected? out a little more uh, 3D than I expect in the sense that, you know, some, sometimes you hear these, these uh, stories and they seem so outlandish that, that it's easy to kind of laugh them off. And then when you get to a place, you meet people who are, <clears throat> excuse me, are rational, educated people who seem very shaken up by an experience. I mean, I always feel that way about the Yeti stories in the, in the Himalayas. Um, you know, I've traveled to uh, Bhutan, to Nepal, um, to, to different parts of the Himalayas, and you meet people that are rational um, people who who really believe they've had an experience with something that they can't understand. Can you and explain so a Yeti for my... those uh, listeners who might not have met a Yeti? <laughs> a Yeti <laughs> is the sort of Himalayan Bigfoot. It's this it's this large bipedal primate that people say lives up in the highest reaches of the Himalayas, and. Uh, and you meet people, and I, you know, I'm a skeptic. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm an open-minded skeptic. But sometimes I'll meet folks, and I'll hear their stories, and I'll, you know, be sitting there and looking at them and watching them as they tell the story. And I think this guy really believes that he saw something. And so I sometimes get surprised because I end up believing that the people did have an experience. That's that's more often than not what what happens to me. And then it becomes a fun mystery because then we've kind of got a story on our hands. You know, then then mm-hmm. it's a question of what did they see, and and can we explain it in an alternate way? Uh, and sometimes we can, and sometimes we can't, and I'm left feeling like maybe there's something going on here. One of the shows you can watch in its entirety on uh, Josh Gates's website, sci-fi.com forward slash Destination Truth, is uh, a piece on the Thai tree people. What? Who are the Thai tree people? The Thai tree, you know, there, there are uh, in a lot of cultures around the world, uh, you know, the, these very... Uh, you know, colorful mythologies, and there's a mythology in in Thailand about these uh, people um, that are sort of attached to nature. It's a sort of nature myth about these small, diminutive creatures that are kind of tree-like. They're sort of organic, you know, looking, and it's one of those stories that you hear and you go, "This is this is clearly mythology. This is clearly folklore." But what's fun about it is that you have a lot of people who put a lot of stock into it and they really believe in it. So. Um, Southeast Asia is one of my favorite parts of the world, and so, again, a great gateway for us to be able to go into the region, meet people, learn about this interesting mythology, and then go out into the jungle and then see if we can figure out what it is that they're believing in. Are they in southern, allegedly in southern Thailand or northern Thailand? Sort of all over. And it's, oh. it's, it's a myth that, um, that actually stretches uh, out beyond Southeast Asia. It's a very old story. But, uh, but yeah, uh, typically um, they're, they're, the story is sort of known around the, uh, around the country. And we talked in Los Angeles about the ghosts of Antarctica, where you mm. went to um, scientific sites that had been built in buildings and, 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 and that had been abandoned by, by scientists. And you said that was sort of creepy. 
Antarctica is a place we've always wanted to go on the show. It was a question of figuring out how to how to get down there. And I think that's one of the episodes you can you, you can view online in its entirety. It, it was is. an amazing trip. You know, uh, there are all of these uh, abandoned research bases and abandoned whaling posts. And, and you know, the Antarctic has this way of just sort of um, it's such a hostile place that anything that gets built down there, any any sort of bit of human existence that gets eked out down there, eventually the the continent just sort of swallows it up and and uh, and it becomes a ruin and a relic. And, and so there are these great ghost stories from Antarctica that you hear from from whalers and from explorers and from even from tourists who who go down there and, and sailors. And so it was a great opportunity for us to go to ghost towns, but of course, like the most unique ghost towns in the world, these are these are just strange places. So um, it's a great uh, adventure. We went. We actually sailed from the uh, from Ushuaia at the bottom of South America on a on a steel hulled uh, sailboat, as opposed to taking a big ice breaking vessel. And it really is one of our episodes where you feel like you're on a real sort of ragtag um, adventure. So it's a, it's a great show. I really like it. When's your next show on the air? We are coming back um, this spring or this summer. Uh, we don't have a, an air date just yet, but we have okay. seven new episodes shot, and they'll be announcing them uh, shortly, I'm sure. So if you do head over to uh, Sci-Fi, you can check it out. And you can also follow me on Twitter, at Joshua Gates, and I'll, I'll be posting the air date as soon as we have it. And uh, if you can't wait until summer for the shows to start, you can read uh, Josh Gates' book. It's called Destination Truth, Memoirs of a Monster Hunter. If that doesn't intrigue you for a title, I don't know what does. Hey, Josh, thanks for spending some time with us this weekend. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Rudy. Check out Josh Gates' show at sci-fi, S-Y-F-Y.com, sci-fi.com, forward slash Destination Truth. Back in a moment with Patrick Smith, our favorite pilot. Talk about pilots getting in trouble. to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, I'm happy to bring you the first in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive each year. Here it is. Nancy was looking forward to the perfect Caribbean cruise wedding. Miami in the morning, dinner with friends on board, dancing the night away, and a little wedding night hanky-panky to top things off. What she got was very different. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a new Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. On my journey to help save people money on car insurance, people have been really surprised to learn that GEICO can also help with renter's insurance. They're even more surprised when I tell them it costs as little as $12 a month. But perhaps what's most surprising is that I still live with my mum. Yeah, I know, I really should start thinking about renting my own place. But then I'd have to get my own tea kettle. Sofa, shower curtain, soap dish. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 
33 after the hour. I'm delighted to tell you that this segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by On Call International. You know unexpected things happen while traveling, and if and when they do, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International. They provide the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like political or social unrest. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, On Call International is there to help you return home or get back to enjoying your trip. You can find more information at OnCallInternational.com or log on to RudyMaxa.com. That's the radio show's website. Scroll on down that homepage and you'll see a logo that clicks you instantly to On Call International. You can see what they offer and see what fits your travel profile. Speaking of traveling, we got Patrick Smith, our favorite commercial pilot. We found him on the streets in Mexico City. I wanted to talk to him because we've had in the, the last uh, month or so two airline pilots in Indonesia um, who were nailed with uh, crystal meth in their blood system, which I understand is the, the derived choice these days down in Indonesia. Uh, fortunately, they were stopped before got climbing into the cockpit. They were en route to work. And then again, here in the United States this week, a pilot who uh, was legally drunk was prevented from getting into the, into the cockpit. And that brings up the issue of addiction and and. Uh, and, and pilots, obviously, like any other profession, uh, airline employees have their weaknesses and addictions, as, as I say, like any other profession. It uh, touches us a little more, though, when we talk about folks who are flying planes. Patrick, thanks for joining us. Hi, Rudy. Hey, before we get to the fun stuff, um, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of Chapultepec Park in Mexico City as we right? speak. And, um Chapultepec means grasshopper, I learned in the Aztec language. Um, you know, I have to say, Mexico City has to be one of the most underrated cities in the world. I mean, you know, I agree with you, Mexico. and I was about to ask you, because, you know, Mexico gets so much bad press these days, and there are certainly troubled areas, but I love Mexico City. I was going to ask you how you were finding it today. I, I love it, too. Uh, people think of, um, they think Mexico, and they think violence and, and earthquakes and uh, pollution, but it's a, it's a beautiful city. Um, the weather is always really nice. I mean, if you're a foodie, I, there can't be a better place anywhere. Um, architecture, little hidden away churches, and all sorts of, of really cool day trips that you can take out to the, to the pyramids and to little colonial towns all around the outskirts. It, it's, it's just a great place. Okay, I appreciate that uh, boost of uh, confidence in, in Mexico City, and I second that opinion. All right, well, how how uh, aggressive are U.S. airlines in dealing with uh, pilots, co-pilots, flight crews, uh, uh, possible addictions? Uh, do you have to undergo, you know, regular blood tests or urine tests? We do. We undergo both uh, drug and alcohol testing, and the screenings are random and very unpredictable for obvious reasons. Um, you know, we have to put out there first a sort of a disclaimer. You know, because a pilot is accused of being under the influence doesn't mean that he actually was. False positives are not uncommon. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and how, excuse me for interrupting, but when you say random tests, I mean, for example, in the last year, have you been tested? Yes, I have. I have. Oh, okay, so find, it does. You'll find most uh, most pilots and flight attendants are, are tested. You know, certainly at least once a year, and it, it, it's random and unpredictable. So exactly how many times it's going to happen, nobody can say. Uh, get, you know, getting back to the false positives thing. Um, you know, having said that, um, you know this. This does happen. Pilots are sometimes found to have been on duty under the influence, and there are no excuses for that. Um, you know, what can I say? It's extraordinarily unprofessional. Uh, potentially unsafe, and not to mention illegal. Um, but the big question here is, it, 
is there is this indicative of some underlying pathology uh you know because one pilot fails a drug or alcohol test well therefore there must be thousands more out there and and i that that's not true um, okay so you part, and, and you and working with pilots have not don't regularly encounter somebody who's been imbibing too much uh while on the job or near near getting on the job no, no, absolutely not. Um, you know, this is anecdotal, not scientific, but I've been sure. an airline pilot since 1990. And have I ever once, uh, you know, been in a cockpit or anywhere on duty with a colleague who I felt was under the, the influence of any substance? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, you know, but in any profession, there are people who, are, who have problems, who have, uh, you know, substance abuse, alcohol problems, whatever. Uh, to their credit, the uh, FAA and the Airline Pilots Association has this great program called HIMS, H-I-M-S, which has been very successful at treating, I'm not sure how many thousands of pilots over the year, uh, over the years. And the, the rate of... Uh, Recidivism, is that the right word? Um, yeah. You know, is very low with these pilots, somewhere down around 10%. And because a pilot is in one of these programs, does it mean that meanwhile he's been flying drunk? Um, I, I work with at least one colleague who I know was in this program, and I've spoken to him, and, and the big question is, you know, uh, were you ever in your career, you know, while you were uh, an alcoholic, um, you know, did you ever show up for work under the influence? Did you ever fly under the influence? His, his answer was absolutely not. Well, that's that's so, reassuring. You know, I, I don't want to belabor I the testing. Yeah, I, I I don't want to belabor this testing point. But if, when you do get tested at random, is it at the airport when you're in uniform, or is it sometime they just call you into a, a doctor's office? It's at the airport in uniform. Okay, good. So it is. That's yeah. that's most interesting. And yeah. and how long do you? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you drink or not, but how long do you refrain before a flight? Generally, what is the rule of thumb? Well, there's the FAA uh, rule, which is a blood alcohol content of 0.04, which is very, very low. Um, we got to go, Patrick. How long do you, how long do you put it off? Own, uh, minimum of uh, 12 hours. Patrick Smith's a pilot. Thanks for joining us, Patrick. Have a nice time in Mexico City. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Get in the zone. Your engine needs protecting, and so do your dollars. Changing your own oil is a great way to accomplish both. Right now at AutoZone, get a 5-plus quart jug of Valvoline conventional motor oil and a Fram ExtraGuard oil filter for just $20.99. Or upgrade to Valvoline high-mileage motor oil and a Fram TuffGuard oil filter for just $4 more. See store for restrictions and details. Look out for your car and save with help from AutoZone. Parts are just part of what we do. Get in the zone. AutoZone. My wife's monthly trip to the beauty salon was really adding up. I mean, between dyeing her roots and trimming the dead ends, we were going dead broke. So to save some money, I'm cutting it for her while she sleeps. Shh, shh, no, 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 don't wake up yet. Go to sleep, go to sleep. You're almost gorgeous. Oh, she is going to love this. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. I have this dizzy feeling every time I get out of bed, like spinning. 
I don't know why. It's awful. I get dizzy when I read or work on the computer. I get lightheaded walking down a hall or aisle. Or unsteady on my feet. I lose my balance and get a little motion sick. It's like vertigo. That dizzy feeling in a car, train, or airplane. And now there's Zyvestra. An amazing dual action tabs and targeted cream. You rub behind your ear. Behind your ear. And the ingredients have traditionally been recognized to work in a homeopathic way to relieve dizziness. That dizzy feeling? God. They relieve that vertigo feeling. Zyvestra is amazing. Relieve dizziness. And queasiness. Enjoy life with better balance. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Zyvestra. Call 1-800-304-1684. 800-304-1684. Stop the dizziness. Call 800-304-1684. That's 800-304-1684. Heritage for the Blind. Reminds you to be kind. There's something you can do for those who depend on you. Call 1 800 Donate Cars. 1 800 Donate Cars today. Heritage for the Blind is an IRS recognized charity, and your donation is tax deductible. Whether your car runs or not, we'll tow it away for free. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day hotel voucher to one of many exciting locations. So be a star. Donate your car. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS or call 1-800-555-6689. And remember, you can prevent blindness by getting your eyes checked annually. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. question or comment need advice jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy Max's world 43 after the hour you're listening to america's most widely syndicated radio travel show we're glad you are so so i'm in los angeles well just last week and i'm taking a meeting i'm in this uh, meeting room boardroom and i notice uh, on a counter a sort of drugstore display of bottles of something called skinware, which is not why I was there taking the meeting. Uh, but I sort of asked my host, I said, well, what is this skinware stuff? And they said, well, uh, this, is, this is a product that uh, the owner of the ad agency has a, has a piece of the action on and is actually runs the thing. It's, and it, it's a hand sanitizer, but it's not alcohol-based. It's also a cleanser, a moisturizer, and a protector. And it sort of, it's, it's sort of bulletproof. It repels germs on your hands for like up to eight hours. So I grabbed one, or I took one. I was invited to take one. I have one here. I have it on my hands now. It's very not, it, it doesn't sort of evaporate like alcohol does. And I said, I got to find out because uh, what's going on with this? Because this is perfect for travelers. As you know, when you travel, you're getting on an airplane, you're on a cruise ship, you're always touching all kinds of foreign services that others have, which is why my next guest is Chuck Reynolds. He's the owner of that ad agency, Reynolds and Company, but he's also managing partner of this new, of this product, Skin Water. Chuck, I know it's a long introduction, but I think I set you up okay. Am I accurate, Lee? You're, you're very accurate. Thank you for having me, Brudy. All right. So what, what is this, this eight-hour protection from germs? What, what is, how does this work? Well, as you know, today, germs are everywhere. With the swine flu two years ago, people are more cognizant of germs, and they're taking, they're taking steps to protect themselves and their families. And as you said earlier on your show, they're at home, they're at work, they're in schools, the gym, restaurants, malls, cruise ships, everywhere. Um, and uh, what, what I do is I, I, I sort of I give presentations. I, ask, I put, up, put up a slide and show two different 
pictures and I ask people, okay, were there, were there more germs on a teacher's desk or in a bathroom? And obviously it's the teacher's desk. Uh, and so what the, the, the bigger problem that people have today is that 80% of the germs are contracted via the hands and only 20% airborne. A lot of people don't know that. And the biggest problem we have today is people are still not washing their hands. Uh, frightening statistics when 92% of the people who claim to wash their hands after using the bathroom, only 33% do. 30% of the people who handle food in stores, restaurants, et cetera, on the road do so without washing first. And only 24% of the people who wash their hands before eating uh, still do. And then less than 50% of restaurant employees wash their hands after using the restroom. So you're ruining my weekend here, Chuck. People need to protect themselves. You're. You're, I just said you're ruining my weekend here. But listen, you told me when I invited you on the show about two particular studies. Can you wrap those up very succinctly that, uh, that involved this product called Skinware? Yeah, which studies are you referring to? The, uh, the school study? Yes. Okay. Well, we, one of the things we wanted to do was to, to see how Skinware worked in a, uh, in a, in a business, in a, in a personal environment. And so uh, one of the studies we did was at a school system in, in, uh, in Southern California, in the San Diego area, and long story short, after a three-month test, we were able to reduce absenteeism in that school by over 50%. And that's in incredible. Of, in the case of one school, they had 100% attendance for the first time. Now, that's important in California, and I don't know about other states, but here the school, public schools get paid $40 a day for every kid that's in school. So if a kid's not in school, the school doesn't get the money. Uh, kids get the teachers sick, the teachers and that, they have to hire substitute teachers. So uh, it, it's an expensive proposition. So if, if the more kids that are in school, the more teachers that, that are teaching, the school system actually gets more money from the state. That um, is, that's phenomenal. In, in the case of a, of a camp system where they were uh, actually using uh, uh, an alcohol-based product, um, they were deathly afraid after the swine flu of, of kids being in contact with, with each other and what could happen. So if you showed up with your your child as a parent, they took your temperature. They would take the kid's temperature. They uh, they wash their hands ten times a day. They had alcohol-based sanitizers everywhere. And after the first three-week session, they sent home uh, uh, about 35 percent of the campers and counselors with flu-like symptoms or fevers, which may have been a good number, but in, in this particular case, they had to refund over a hundred thousand dollars back in campers' fees. This is... uh, they, they asked to use our product for the second three-week session. The only thing they did is substitute Skinware out for uh, an alcohol-based sanitizer. And, and long story short, they had no absenteeism due to fever or, or illness after the, first, after the second session, same thing after the third session. So the product really does work. That, that, is, that is nothing short of stunning. Um, I want to send uh, folks to your website to check this out because I think it's incredible. It's SkinwareUSA.com. Right. Is this a new product, uh, uh, Chuck? It's been on the market for, for a couple of years. It's an FDA-certified uh, product, which means it uses one of three uh, FDA-approved active ingredients for uh, use in hand sanitizers. And I think the difference is between what we have and what uh, most people use in terms of alcohol is that alcohol is a, great, is a great product. It kills the germs that are on your hands, but there's no protection. So 15 seconds after the alcohol evaporates, you can reinfect yourself. You, you touch a, a, a railing on a cruise ship, you touch an attendant call button on an airplane, you pick up the remote in a hotel room, and you can get reinfected. All so right, Chuck. Does, yeah. All right, Chuck, i got to cut you off, but I'm going to okay. refer you to the website again, skinwareusa.com for more information. Chuck Reynolds is the owner or managing partner of Skinware. Thanks for joining us, Chuck. Trudy. Hey, we'll be right back with some deals of the week. Participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. 
To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Hey, if you're a vegetarian, you might want to give wide berth this weekend to Des Moines, Iowa. It's the fifth annual Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival, billed as America's premier bacon celebration. Uh, not that you can get in. They sold all 4,000 tickets in 25 minutes. That's because uh, uh, you get unlimited bacon samples. There's a bacon eating contest, educational lectures, a bacon-themed songwriting contest, and, of course, the crowning of the new bacon queen. Oh, boy. They're going to serve about three tons of bacon during the festival this weekend. Um, you might want to plan for next year about this time because this is for bacon lovers only. So vegetarians, Des Moines, Iowa, Blue Ribbon Bacon Festival, give it wide berth. Hey, uh, join me at Facebook. Uh, we just, uh, I just, we just posted a link, by the way, to that uh, uh, skinware product that we were talking about with Chuck Reynolds a few minutes ago. If you go to Facebook at Rudy Maxa TV Show, I know you're listening to the radio. This is not a TV show, uh, but it's Rudy Maxa TV Show because I also do have a TV show, and because when I created the fan page. There was no category called radio show. So there you go. There you have it. Um, hey, and like us there. I think we're almost, I think we're just about 35 shy of 1,500 people liking the show and liking me. I would take it as a personal compliment. If you would click the like button when you go to rudymaxa.tv show on Facebook, you can follow me at SavTrav on Twitter, S-A-V-T-R-A-V, SavTrav on Twitter. Oh, and we're going to post a, I understand we're going to post a discount if you use the word Maxa, M-A-X-A, when you buy some uh, skinware. This, <laughs> Anna, our poor uh, engineer, uh, Jeff uh, Ryder, just bought some and he didn't know we had a discount under Maxa. Oh, man, he says in my headset. Uh, this, is a ten, this is a discount off the trial pack, by the way, Jeff. So you bought I know you bought the whole whole enchilada. But if you're a listener and you want to try this stuff, go ahead. Okay. Uh, we've got a couple of deals of the week for you. Uh, yeah, I'd love that cash register. Love that cash register. You know, if you're thinking about uh, going down to uh, somewhere warm or going to somewhere warm to see your baseball uh, team train for the season, well, spring training uh, comes up in about oh, mid-April to about mid-June. If you're going uh, to, to see the Florida, did I say baseball? What did I say? Well, I've got this. Uh, baseball starts in mid-February, you say? Oh, April. Yeah, April 13th to June 14th. Jeff is correcting me. I don't know what I said, but I meant to say mid-April to mid-June. Um, and if you're interested, if your team is playing in the Florida or the Grapefruit League in uh, Houston or in Atlanta, well, there are some deals. For example, um, if you go down to uh, Orlando, let's see, where's that discount I had here? Yeah, it looks like they've taken it off. I'm sorry. Well, for, Oh, yeah, here it is. Um, you can stay in the Orlando area. Uh, the Disney uh, operation is running 30% off for travel between April 13th and June 14th. Um, obviously, you could do all the other stuff, like go to Universal World Studios and SeaWorld and Disney World. Um, and if you're interested in going to the Tampa Bay area to see the, the Yankees, uh, there are deals there. The Wyndham Tampa is offering 20% off through the end of March end of March, and the Intercontinental in Tampa has some package values as well. And if you're headed to the uh, Baltimore area for at the Ed Smith Stadium for the Orioles, or um, well, no, detail, no, de no deals that I see there. I'm just reading on the, excuse me for doing this, I'm reading off the computer because I couldn't print this out ahead of time. Uh, just came in. Arizona in the Cactus League in the Phoenix, Scottsdale, Tempe area. Uh, the Best Western uh, Plus Sundial Resort, just across the street from the Fashion Mall and within walking distance to Old Town, has got 20% off a three-day sale. Uh, excuse me, a three-day stay. Not bad, not 
bad. Now, if you're thinking about a, say, a girl's getaway, a, a girl's weekend, and pardon me for using the word girls, but that's exactly how the hotel uh, describes it. This is actually, they call it a girlfriend special. This is in Sonoma. This is a Ledson Hotel, L-E-D-S-O-N. It's a fabulous boutique hotel, and it's right in the heart of downtown Sonoma, right on that beautiful town square. And through March 1st through March 15th, so it's the first two weeks of March, the Ledson Hotel uh, has a girlfriend's getaway uh, special. Um, you'll get reduced rates of about $325 a night for a two-night minimum on weekends. But if you could go during the week, it's $290 a night. You'll get a 10% discount on additional nights. Um, you'll get free parking. You'll get continental breakfast, a complimentary wine tasting, and a surprise, says the press release. More details at LetsonHotel.com. That's L-E-D-S-O-N, all one word, Letson Hotel. Hotel.com. And, and Marriott is rewarding you if you uh, um, would like to say your wedding vows or renew your wedding vows at any number of Marriott's. Um, you're going to get a, a special deal on weddings booked uh, by the end of this year and held during 2013. For more information, you can go to Marriott.com forward slash vow to get away. All one word as usual. Vow to get away. Marriott.com vow to get to get away. So check that out if you're uh, planning to get married in the year 2013. you got the rest of the year to do it. Hey, it's been a terrific uh, uh, couple hours with you. I'm glad you could join me here in Rudy Max's World. We're going to do it all again next weekend. We'll have a new lineup of guests and, uh, and deals and news and all kinds of stuff. Remember... Vegetarians, stay away from Des Moines. It's bacon time. Um, things aren't going well, by the way, in the crime department in Rio. You know, they're getting ready for the Olympics in 2016, but a rash of robberies of foreign visitors is getting a lot of headlines. Uh, two weeks ago, a knife-wielding man tied up 34 Americans, Britons, and Argentines staying in a youth hostel, stole all their electronic equipment, money, and cameras. Same thing happened in Copacabana. So be careful if you're going down to Rio. Nearly 100 tourists have been victims of crime in Rio so far this month. That's a 20% increase over the entire month of last February. Let's hope that by 2016 and the Olympics, the Rio law enforcement guys have got their act together, and women for that matter. Again, thanks for joining me this weekend. See you next weekend here in Rudy Max's World. Meanwhile, travel safely and have a lovely week. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.